as always, bi-weekly on a Thursday, we speak about health and wellness. And uh, as always, my guest is Francis Yodan, uh, fitness and wellness uh, professional. And he joins me in studio. Francis, thank you very much, sir, for joining us once again here on Talk and on, on <laughs> Late Night Talk. Sorry, I nearly used a, a different... Um, Radio's channel. <laughs> no, 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 the channel and uh, show that I used to do because I'm, I'm reading all sorts of uh, discussions about that on Twitter. But uh, that uh, being the case, thank you once again, sir, for joining us here on Late Night Talk. Thank you. Good evening. So what are we talking about today? I see you've got uh, Kiara and Ethan Dukas here today. And uh, we had the chat a couple of weeks ago about um, about some of the products that you guys are involved in. I've tried some of them. Uh, interesting stuff. Very interesting. interesting stuff. But what are we talking about uh, this evening, Francho? Um, I, I think the, the general topic tonight is is uh, a nutrition, uh, wellness in, in what goes into the body, um, and then bringing in some some community work and some giving back to, to society, uh, information about uh, nutrition for, for the youngsters. Nutrition, nutrition in, in which sense? And I, I'm asking this question because nutrition is a big conversation these days. I mean... Uh, uh, I, I, I suppose I come from a time when you know nutrition was what you eat, but it's it's more than that these days. It eh? is more than that. Yeah, it's 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 everything that goes into your system, uh, from what you drink, what you eat, any kind of supplementation, um, the fuel that that you're putting into your system. We've had conversations off air in other occasions about what is the best thing to do, and one of the things that I remember you saying keep it keeps you know ringing in my mind is you kept you kept saying keep the food or the f- the stuff that you put into yourself as live as alive as, as possible. alive as possible talk to me about that S- the things that are grown um stuff that doesn't come out of a package uh, a box a tin uh, a container processed it's stuff yeah 100 percent. keep it as natural as possible so from an organic market um you uh, free range products um for, you know for lack of a better term the organic uh, aspects of, of what you can put into your system why it, it has a natural sense of life to it. You, your, your body needs to process on, on a cellular and molecular level. And, and most of the things that are processed and manufactured uh, kill all those, those enzymes, for example. Um, and your body doesn't actually absorb on a micronutrient level. It's getting in macronutrients. Um, and even that, the absorption rate is, is limited. Um, but what you put in that is, that is more naturally made and grown has a better absorption rate. Your body can do more with it. I'd like to hear your thoughts about what Francois has just said now on 0118830702. Do you have a particular philosophy or a particular approach to what you put into your body by way of eating or drinking? Uh, as I said now to, to Francois, that uh, for me, I suppose I come uh, from that whole thing, that whole time where the discussion was always about uh, get something that really fills you up so you're ready to go. But it appears that uh, nutrition is about much more than uh, just getting yourself satiated. It's about it's about what happens at a molecular level, what happens at a cellular level. And Francois is, is saying that uh, the food that you put into yourself has got to be as, as alive as possible. Now, by the way, we're not saying let's go start eating rats, eh, like some churches. I'm simply saying that we need to start thinking a little bit harder about that nutritional is- aspect of our lives because it has serious, serious ramifications for our health. Hey, hey, it's, it's vital. It's yep. actually vital. Um, diseases uh, can, can, can manifest within the system because of bad food and bad input. It creates an alkali or an acidic system versus an alkali system. Um, 
and, and your immune system is based on, on, on what you put in. So if you, can, if you put in goodness, you can look after yourself, your body will cope, and um, you'll be healthier. Yeah. You've got two guests today. Talk to me about who they are and why they're here. Um, the brothers I work with, uh, good friends of mine, um, have a very good understanding of nutrition and wellness. I'm very much involved in community work um, and, and general well-being. Um, uh, it's Kiara and Etan. Kiara, thanks very much for coming once more. We had a very, very interesting uh, discussion around uh, some of the ingredients that you had in some of the um, some of the um, nutritional supplements that you gave me the last time. And one of the things that you had in there was the holy herb, right? I mean, uh, you had some of, what, 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 what's the right way to do Hemp. Hemp. That's it. All, all right. right. Uh, but, but tell me about your understanding of the conversation around nutrition. And I know that we're also going to be talking about the whole um, doctrine of giving back if, uh, giving back to the community and how that ties into your wellness. Uh, I'd like to hear a little bit more about that. But what are we talking about in as far as nutrition is concerned? What is it that my listeners need to understand? So thank you very much for having us here, Aubrey. First sure. Of all. Um, so as Francois said, you know, let's just describe it in very simple terms. We all use currency to go to the stall and buy things, right? Yeah. If we put foreign currency in our bodies, right? Our bodies have to understand how to adapt and absorb that foreign currency. If that foreign currency cannot be detected in our, or can be detected in our bodies, our bodies block it off. They try our, its best to block it off. Yeah. It then creates fat. It creates things like toxins. So we need to then find other ways to try and relieve our body and give our body the, the best nutrition possible. So our guts are our second brains um, and probably, a, in fact, probably the most important part of our bodies. And we need to. I know a lot of guys who would probably be that. That'd be their first brain, but, but, but that that's neither be. here nor there. Yeah. Um, and what we need to what we need to understand is that, as Franz was saying, these enzymes in our gut need to be continuously produced. So if we boost our immune system too much, it could also be detrimental. So we need to try and look at maintaining our nutritional system. So we would eat live foods, things like superfoods that really enrich our blood, enrich our DNA structure, enrich the cells in our body on a molecular level. Superfoods? Talk to me about that. So superfoods, we're looking at things like shaga mushrooms, like hemp protein or hemp hearts, cacao, um, and everything comes in a raw form, right? There's not, None of it is cooked. So the minute we cook food, it breaks down those enzymes, the food becomes almost None. The more I have the conversation about about nutrition, the more I hear about it, more the more I hear people talk about it, the more I hear us say we need to go back to prehistoric times almost. <laughs> um, guys are saying let's not cook the food anymore, let's just chow it raw. Uh, people are telling us we need to run more, we need to move more in order for us to be. Did we make a big mistake with this thing called civilization? Pretty much. I, I, we have to Nutritionally ask, speaking, that is, yeah? Exactly. We have to ask where we went wrong, right? Um, so, you know, everything was needs to be about convenience for us. So, you know, that's where we come in with Synergy and we're trying to infiltrate the market and say, well, okay, we'll make you a nice smoothie, get a nice smoothie, get a nice snack meal. You know, because we're trying to help people understand that their food is the most important source of First of all, energy, and second of all, life, right? Absolutely. So give me a call, 11-883-0702. Brothers Kiara and Ethan Dukas are also part of the conversation as we talk about the broader me- meaning of 
your need to understand your eating habits, the nutrition that you put into your body. Uh, and uh, as I said, it's sounding more and more as we talk about health, as we talk about fitness, as we talk about wellness, that perhaps we're going back in terms of our understanding back to a prehistoric time. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts about your approach to uh, nutrition, your approach to issues such as wellness. We're going to be talking also about giving back uh, as a component of wellness. Uh, and I think it's a very, very important discussion. I love your, 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 an, your analogy about whatever we put into our body is almost like currency. Uh, and if your body can't, doesn't have like a proper foreign exchange office inside of your body, then it can't interpret whatever it's receiving into you. Do you think that that is, uh, sorry, sorry um, Kiara, if, no, no, Eaton, hey. Uh, do you think that that is the way that we should be understanding all aspects of our wellness? Uh, but of course, we're talking here about, about nutrition. Uh, I love that analogy. And where does it come from? Why do we need to have a, a, an economic sort of analogy towards how we receive that which we ingest? We touched on it um, uh, on our last session, um, GMOs, definitely genetically modified um, organisms and all the rest. It's, it's a major factor in terms of getting um, foods from other countries here. And uh, a large portion of, of that needs to be self-sustaining. We need to understand that um, we can do these things by ourselves. Um, the hemp crop, I mean, we do importing. There's, it's unnecessarily. Said our to lands you guys, are, talk to me. I'll take you to Tembisa. We'll sort you guys out. Real thank quick. you very and much. We, yeah. we don't another piece of land <laughs> to grow on. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> So, so um, understanding that um, you know the the education part of nutrition has to come in where um, we've been misinformed. Um, there's a lot of labels, um, you know, in Europe where um, they don't have all of the ingredients. Um, so that's a major factor. I mean, when we pick up a can of food or a packet of food, um, we need to be reading on it and just to say, um, you know, this is good for my body or this is foreign. Um, we need to reevaluate the way we treat ourselves. And I think that's important to how we treat foreign. Let's just talk about this concept of foreign. How does the body know whether something is domestic or foreign? Well, we've evolved. I mean, in other we, words, we friendly or not friendly, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah most certainly. Um, just remember, genetically modified is uh, you know at a at a molecular level they're changing the structure of it. So when when our bodies absorb that, we don't quite under well the body and the gut doesn't quite understand where to place that now or what's area in the body it needs to go to or flow through so um th that's in terms of what we mean in terms of foreign currency it's a very interesting topic. it is a very very interesting analogy i think uh, the, the the idea that uh, there are things that the body regards as foreign but at a nutritional level you know i i can get that understanding or i accept that understanding when you're talking about being injured for example uh, and bacteria comes into your body or uh, a disease caused by fungus or some sort of uh, virus i get that but the fact that some foods and you've just talked about genetically modified foods can be understood even as diseases by the body right exactly. talk to me about that yeah um so food more specifically uh as as Francois was saying if we have an acidic environment in our body that will create an environment for disease and disease is disease in the body right yeah it's um, being uncomfortable. So that's your body telling you that you're actually very uncomfortable because you're not feeding it the right nutrients. 
Um, when, you, when your body is looking for nutrients, right, it's looking for things like omega fatty acids, it's looking for protein, it's looking for carbohydrates, and it's looking for fats. Okay? Yep. We need to understand that we have to put those in right proportions in our body. And every single person on this planet is completely different. So we need to understand that if we're going to drink a fizzy drink, right, that that fizzy drink not only has sugar in it, copious amounts of sugar in it, if it doesn't have sugar in it, it's got a spot to me, which is a sugar that, that has been created. It's an artificial sweetener. That causes further damage to the body and rather to the brain cells killing brain cells. So we need to understand what it is that these larger corporations are trying to put or do actually put into our food causing illnesses. I mean, there's this massive, massive shift in the world where there has been an increase of illnesses throughout the world and sure. specifically cancer. Yep. You know, and through Synergy Organics, we're trying to help people prevent that. Um, and we show them through eating the right fats in their body um, and keeping the body in an alkaline state that that will prevent them from getting sick is that the is that the the desired sort of state the body to be in a generally alkaline state is that is that what it's supposed to be yes it should be the body's alkaline should be between seven uh, 7.0 and 7.5 and are we finding that the kinds of foods we are ingesting are raising the uh, the ph levels as as it were uh, actually, re- reducing it into reducing, yeah, yeah, reducing it into acid. So we want to raise it into alkaline. So we'll give you another example of bottled water. Bottled water. Do you know? Before before you continue, <laughs> we we have a we in 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 the vernacular in the in in the African languages indigenous to this country, and I suppose in other parts of the of of the continent, we talk about inyong, okay, which direct translation is bile, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's all sorts of uh, remedies for how you deal with inyong. Um, and and it, it comes from ancient ways of thinking about, about nutrition. And I suppose it is an explanation of the fact that the body has got too much acid in its, in its, in its, um, in its constitution in the system. So, 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 so what I'm hearing is that people have perhaps always known that the idea is to try and bring, is it bring it up or down, the pH level? Up. To, to take it up uh, in order to avoid inyong. That's it. That's very true. Crazy. <laughs> oh, number one, 883. You know what? I think that students, university students should listen to this program. Because you know what? We decolonizing in China. <laughs> hey, oh, number one, 883-0702. Franco Yodan is my guest. He is our... Uh, fitness and wellness guru and he has brought two guests Kiara and Eaton Dukas um, from Dynamic Nutrition, right? Synergy Organics. Synergy Organics. Ooh, that's, uh, and and they, we're talking about in, uh, nutrition uh, in the largest sense. Um, Francho, I'm looking forward to hearing this conversation around the issue of wellness, about giving back uh, with regards to um, wellness. But I'm looking forward to your calls on 011 uh, on SMS 31702 and of course on Twitter at 702Aubrey. Hashtag late night talk. When we come back, we take your calls. 702. 702. Your number one news and talk station. All right, uh, it's uh, 24 minutes to midnight and I want to read some of the uh, tweets that have come through as I speak to uh, my guests, uh, Kiara and Eaton Dukas, uh, together with Francois Yodan. We're talking in general terms about 
nutrition. And I know that uh, the conversation can go into uh, things such as banting, which diet. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about nutrition in, in general terms. What, why it's important to understand the importance of what you ingest, whether by way of drinking it or by the way by way of eating it. And yeah, hey, who knew, hey? Inyong. Hey, double one eight eight three zero seven zero two is the number to call on uh, tw- on Twitter. Uh, Cold feet uh, says, "Ish, eating things that are more alive and less processed." Uh, says Cold Feet. Uh, I suppose it means that it's uh, it's quite a, a revelation for her. Um, and then uh, somebody else says, um, uh, "Or oh, Hamatabani says, uh, uh, cancer is created by unstable." mouths that eat it hey i wonder what that's supposed to mean but very interesting thought coming through there suzanne brenner says aubrey your guest was about to talk about bottled water were you is anybody who was supposed yeah. to all right uh suzanne please keep uh keep listening um uh kiara is going to be talking about that but uh francois you were going to say something about the fact that not everybody and i think both kiara and uh, eaton have said something to to the to that effect that because we are all unique in our blood time, t- blood types, in our general internal constitutions, because we are all unique, we don't necessarily absorb what we ingest in the same way. Um, just talk to me a little bit about that. So uh, we, we, we are very individual, um, genetically, historically, culturally. Um, it affects um, how your body can absorb certain foodstuffs. So as modern man, we have classified certain blood groups, A, B, um, the negative um, um, aspects of that. And then your body's ability to absorb and, 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 and manufacture food or energy from that food is, is based on, on how your body absorbs that food. Um, and it's different. So O is the, the, the original blood type of, of Homo sapien. And those, uh, that's more meat eating, more, more raw um, less processed food and the AB is a, is a newer age group um, or a blood type has the ability to absorb more carbohydrates um, of a, I wouldn't say processed but more the grains and, and, and the farmed aspect of, of nutrition so um, some, some not, not everyone can absorb the food at the same rate uh, nor can they absorb all the quality of foods equally metabolism levels are different yep, yep. stomach bacteria yep. things like that so it's, it's important to try and get a variety of foodstuffs and unfortunately we live in a world that's very cultivated uh, you go to a certain season of the year and you can only get X, Y, and Z vegetables. Yep. Um, that's a process. That's a farming understanding. That's not necessarily uh, the nature's way. So we are being programmed to eat certain foodstuffs and that not necess- it isn't necessarily good for all of us. So we are subject to commercial considerations, not necessarily nutritious, nutritious ones, uh, because our farming um, industry happens and works in a particular way we are then forced to eat certain things because I suppose that commercial um, reality forces us to eat in a, in a particular way. Is there a science that is studying all of this? There is a blood group. There are. There are the, yes, there is. Uh, I'm currently reading literature about uh, the blood group diets related to o, um, A, um, B and things like that. Um, there are science um, experiments going on that do look at this particular subject. All right, O double one eight eight three O seven O two Lita in Diploof High. Hey. Hi Lita, go ahead. Um I, I've got a question for your for your guest. You know, yep. Mr. Aubrey, I'm worried about my weight. Yes. 
Uh, I don't eat breakfast. Um, I only eat the lunch. So I want to know how dangerous is that or if there is any danger. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. also, um, you know, recently I bought a bicycle, but does the bicycle make one lose weight? I mean, what, what can we eat or what can I eat uh, maybe that will make me lose weight? Because I'm, I'm lazy to go to the gym. But, uh, you know, that beautiful talking, does it also help maybe uh, to for one to lose weight? You know? Well, you started off by saying you're worried about your weight. What is it that you're worried about, about your weight, Lita? No, it's like my umkaba. Umkaba, umkaba, Lita, the boop, the pot belly. No, my brother, I'm with you. I understand exactly what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. you know, the, the last time I checked my weight, I was on, I think, 64. That was two years ago. When I checked it this year, I saw that I'm on 84. I'm like, this, this shocked me. He weighs exactly. I, like, no, I need to crazy. do something about it. You know, I can't gain so much weight. No, I need to do something. But I'm lazy to go to the gym, and I don't believe to use those trend new. You know, when the guys are having that uh, bicycle, you know, when they're in a gym and then you're in that bicycle standing in one place. So I prefer the one, <laughs> you know, whereby you move from one place to another. That's why I even decided to buy one. I hear you. I hear you. I, hear you. Like I, I, I don't know whether my guests have any questions for Lita. Um, I've, I can answer his first question. Sure, I say sure. That, um, I, I mean, going into lunchtime, not having anything to eat, um, you know, can be quite a concern. But, um, you know, the general consensus is waking up in the morning and having like a full glass of water and try to push out your first meal for as long as possible that you can. It just helps stimulate the energy within your body and your gut. But, but Lita doesn't have breakfast. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. So yeah. as long as he's keeping to lemon waters, which help balance out the um, acidity and the alkalinity within yeah. our body, so the pH balance, um, then he's a okay. Um, he, he just mustn't get a light head or stand up too quickly or go and do some exercise, you know. Or, <laughs> or <jog. Please>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you getting are you getting what uh, Eaton is saying though, huh? Yeah, no, no, I do, I do. Are you? I drink a lot of food. I think about really? three liters per day. So. Thank and his, his bicycle, he says he's got a bicycle. But he said something very operative there. He says that he's lazy. You know, Lita, I'm sorry, my brother. I'm going to tell it to you straight. That is a problem. The whole lazy thing, that's why the boop is there, my brother. That is why it's okay. there. Yeah? But, but, but Francho, okay. your, your, your thoughts are on that? I think um, he, he got a bicycle. It's an unnecessarily expensive if he can walk. Um, he's probably going to achieve a better physical result by maintaining a, a walking program on a regular basis. It's, it's less strenuous. Um, posturally, it's better for you. Um, and, and weight loss occurs from a nutritional point of view as much as, as um, an active point of view. So I would suggest, okay. uh, you know... Get out there and walk, Lita. 100%. Get and out just there watch and what walk, you eat. bro. Uh, oh, Lita in deep groove, thanks. You know that you and I weigh exactly the same, uh, Lita, 84. I'm, but, but the thing is to really get in touch with your body and get to know it, get, it to, get to understand what are the things that you enjoy eating, what are the things that... That are that are that that after you've eaten them you don't feel so good, uh, and then really get to understand that. Uh, I, I think that that's going to be very 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 critical in your case. Lita and Deepkruf, thanks very much for your call. Much appreciated. Neo uh, in Swaziland. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm very good. Neo. I'm great. Thanks. I just want to ask about milk because look, milk is a very integral part of my diet. Yeah. And I. You know, um, sorry, I like 
cream milk, right? Yeah. But apparently if low-fat low has more chemicals, so how does that work? But like recently I've been feeling ill after having fat, fat cream milk. So how does that work? I mean, what would you guys suggest? Um, sure, go for it, uh, Akira. Hi, Nair. Um, okay, so first of all, low-fat and 2% fat milk have a lot more sugar in it. They have to go through a lot more process. There's a lot more water in it as well. Um, yeah. If you're looking to drink milk um, from a cow, then I would suggest drinking full cream milk um, and then just compensating that calorie intake w- with something else. So take away an apple in the day or something like that. Um, okay. You could also make a vegan milk or a nut milk you could throw some macadamia nuts or almond almond nuts in a blender with some water for some uh, distilled water uh, blend it up for about two minutes add a half a teaspoon of honey or something like that strain it through like a, a coffee sieve and you have a fresh vegan milk that is fully nutritious uh, high in protein and high in amino this stuff taste good though it tastes phenomenal <laughs> You know, you know right. why I'm asking that now? You know why I'm asking the whole thing about taste? You talk to these like really healthy guys, right? I mean, they talk about, oh, it's nutritious. It tastes like nonsense. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, you guys, but, but, but does vegan milk taste nice? So or or is, it a matter, is it a matter of training your taste buds to, to sort of accept that this is going to be the nice from now on? Something. Yeah, I think, I think it's like an acquired taste. Yeah. You just need to get used to it type of thing. Yeah, some people ca- some people love the taste from yeah. the, from the onset, and some people don't, and they do have to build up to it. So, yeah. Leo in Swaziland, thanks very much for your call, much appreciated. Oh double one eight eight three oh seven oh two guys, you were talking about bottled water. One of my um, uh, I mean uh, listeners is saying, talk to us about bottled water. So, what I've noticed a lot more about bottled water and the past year or so is that the pH level on the bottled water is coming down. It used to be sitting at around 6.87. It's now sitting between 5 and 5.8, which is quite a drastic drop in, in the pH level. And it's, the water is sitting at acidic, in, in other words. So um, my suggestion is to be, you know, read the pH, read the fluoride. Fluoride is not good for us at all. Um, and understand your water as well, where we're getting our water. Tap water is terrible. So um, what we need to do is look at things like reverse osmosis water and filtered water, water that has... Well, not reverse who? Reverse osmosis. Talk to me. So reverse osmosis is a, a method that water is tr- uh, treated, so there's no chemical treatment in it. It reverses the, the molecular compounds in the water to reverse any of the um, fluorides or, or chemicals that have been previously in water. Do you drink reverse osmosis water? Give me a call. <laughs> Love to hear from you. Um, I heard somewhere or read somewhere, can't remember where I get this from. Maybe you saw a movie about somebody saying much of the water that we drink this these days, purified water, and even the water that we get in our bottled water um, is water that has gone through 16 individuals people have drank it and <laughs> is there truth to that there is a little uh, there is something like that going around but um to be honest with you i can't really answer that however <laughs> it does go through a lot of processes and you know we do recycle water of course so 
You know, there is a limited amount. Well, of we have a, a water scarcity shortage issue at the That's moment, it. which is something I do want to talk about in the next hour. It's getting very serious, people. It's getting very, very serious. Francis, talk to me about giving. What's that all about? So you, I, I was really curious when you said part, you want to talk about that. Part yeah? of our introduction to this, to this, this, this chat we're having and we had for the last couple of weeks is, is about wellness. Um, we've spoken about physical wellness, uh, emotional wellness, uh, work-life balance. And I think uh, a large aspect of, of what makes us human is to give back, is to contribute, is to uh, teach, is to help other people learn, is to share knowledge. Um, we've started with uh, the two gentlemen of sitting next to me, we started a business, uh, an outdoor gym facility. Um, and part of that is to Pop be able- gyms? Um, it's calisthenics, so we have we're looking at getting a mobile unit, but we're putting up structures, um, adult jungle gyms, basically that that uh, people um, of all ages can can you know be outside and and be Just active, get active, yeah, hundred um, percent. And and part of the program that we're initiating is is to give back to society, is to introduce the concepts to uh, people that haven't understood it or don't have um, the, the 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 funds to go to a gym. I think I think we take a lot for granted. I mean, like uh, when we have the conversation about nutrition, for example, it's just amazing for me to find out that there is a, a, a way of thinking about what we ingest that makes us a little more conscious about how we should eat, what we should eat. One of the things that you said, Francois, was that we should eat things that are closer to life than death. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I understood you correctly. I mean, and that in itself is a, is a very powerful philosophy in terms of our wellness. You're saying to me that even giving back the the consciousness of understanding that you need to give back in whatever way that you're giving back is part of your wellness. Talk to me a little bit more about that. Because I think it's revolution. I think... Um, Julius, are you listening? On, on <laughs> the, the lifestyle that I'm currently trying to follow and, and promote is, is a complete wellness program. Yeah. It's to be nice. It's to find internal and, and peace, uh, happiness for myself. Um, it's, it's to stay away from anger. It's to stay away from frustration. It's to understand a thought is only a thought and can be controlled. The emotions related to that thought. Um, and I'm finding if uh, in, my, in my current business, I, I'm, I'm a trainer and I offer a lot of advice to people yeah. and I help people. Yeah. I'm finding the more I do that, the happier a person I'm becoming. Um, and it's not a financially driven aspect of it. But you know, in saying that, that, that is part of the, the concept. Um, it, it is to teach, it's to help. I have a lot of information. I have experience in what I do. I've, I've done a lot of things and some people don't have that experience. Some people don't have that knowledge. And I feel good as a person being able to give back. Sure. That, that, is, that is pretty deep stuff, dude. So this is not like just about, about pushing weights and running around. It's, it's part of it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's part of it. But I mean, uh, to, to understand that something that is so seemingly unrelated to the whole physical wellness thing is such a big part of whether or not you're well or not such as giving back without necessarily expecting anything back? Not expecting anything back. Not, not doing it as a transactional behavior. It's, it's from my free will. I'm offering myself to whoever wants to listen and be part of it. But you said it's a business, dude. I, mean, I make I money. money. I make a living out of it. People can afford to pay me for yeah. what I do. Yeah. Um, but I can speak to and I do speak to as many people in my day as possible. Um, I have a client base 
that generates an income for me to survive and, and, and pay my bills. So what you're saying to me that over and above that for which you are being paid, in other words, teaching somebody how to stretch well, understanding your body and all of that stuff, the information that you give in the conversation while that is happening is of such a value that if you were making somebody pay for it, you would be getting a lot of money, but you're giving that for free and that's the giving aspect you're talking about. That's exactly what makes me happy. Let's talk very quickly to Nosisa before we take a break. Uh, this is Nosisa in Foster Rose. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm well, sister. How are you? I can complain. Excellent. Yeah, I'd like to ask your guest, you know, how can he advise those of us with physical uh, inabilities, you know? Yep. You know, my blindness and stuff. You can't tell me to get out there and walk. Which exercises can I do in my own space, in my own home to achieve the desired results? Sure. Sure, sure. Very, very, very good question. Um, uh, Francho, uh, Nosisa, a regular caller, very good friend of the show, but she's blind. So what, sh- what, what can she do? In her environment, she would understand what uh, is located in one particular position. She wouldn't need a lot of space. She would need, uh, depending on her physical capacity, not, not uh, the blindness, but can she move? Can she sit and stand? Can she repeat activities of daily life? And, and that's where if you do that often enough and, and overexert the, the body, you are able to get a result. It doesn't have to be an outdoor activity. It's, it's performing the functions of what she's designed to do as a person and then overdoing that to a point at which you fatigue the body and then the body can adjust. Right, right, right. So, so you need standing. to find things that are appropriate and relevant to your situation, Nosisa, but that are yeah. going to make you um, active because the idea here is for you to be active. Uh, yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that you've got to run the comrades, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but it does mean that you've got to be uh, you've got to be active, and you need to find things that are relevant and appropriate for your condition uh, that you then uh, um, apply to your life. And I and I think that that is critically important for all of us, whether we have a an ability or a disability. That principle is true for all of us, I believe. I hear you. Thank you so much. Nosisa and Fosleras, thanks very much for your call. Doreen, our last caller. Hi. Hello. Um, I'd like your guest to talk more about how we can get our bodies into an alkaline state. Yeah. He started mentioning it about when he talked about uh, the man who was a bit overweight and said start the day with wa- uh, lemon, lemon water. Yep. Can you tell us more about getting our bodies into an alkaline state? Great question. Thanks very much for the question, Doreen. Guys, um, how do you get your body into a more alkaline state without necessarily drinking copious amounts of inner? <laughs> a, a beautiful question. Firstly, um, lemon water on the regular uh, will definitely help um, balance out that um, pH level. Um, but also take into factor that um, you've got to take away those, those unhealthy burgers or those unhealthy pieces out of your life because those do put your body into a state of acidity. So when we talk about um, detoxing the body, um, we, we have a look at um, gingers. Um, ginger is a beautiful antioxidant. Um, it helps flush out the system as well as um, garlic. Garlic's amazing, amazing, but not too many people know that um, grapefruit also helps stimulate the liver to get rid of toxins out of the body. So um, once we get rid of the old toxins and all the old medications and stuff like that, then, then we can start to focus on rebuilding that alkaline level. There's a, there's a practice that is, that is quite common in our country. And that is the practice of, of what, detoxing, cleansing, 
tailgating sometimes. People will drink lots of water uh, with a bit of salt in it. Some people will travel to the sea to go and get a lot of seawater and drink lots of that stuff. Do you advise that people do this? Yes, we do advise that people do do uh, detoxing. (laughs) We certainly advise it. Um, You know, our bodies do take in toxins, whether they be from the air, from the foods, from drinks, from alcohol even as a toxin to our body yeah uh medicines that we take so uh you know all of these things play a, a, a role in our body and yes our body can fight it but it can only fight it so much so you know but, but this ingestion of 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 salted water or lots of milk sometimes i hear people talk talk about that is that advisable no uh, yeah, it's advisable to drink things like, like Etan was saying, uh, uh, lemon water and things like fulvic acid. Fulvic acid will also help bring the body back up into alkaline. A shot of that a day. I mean, we drink, Etan complains every morning, but we have a shot of apple cider vinegar with a little bit of lemon in it. It boosts the immune system. Do you, do, do you, do you encourage an enema? Yes, most certainly. My God. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> listen, listen, guys, we, we, we've run out of time. It's been great. Francis, you're done. Thank you very much. How do people get a hold of you? Francois at movetowellness.co.za. Eton and Kiara? Info at synergyorganics.co.za. Guys, it's been great having you on the show.